Hello there. Welcome to the All Podcast, the podcast for ambitious women entrepreneurs who want to know how to become financially independent with a business of their own. Or as I like to say, for women who are done babysitting life. My name is Gaby Rendon and I'm your host. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok as Content with a Purpose or in LinkedIn as Gaby Rendon. Hello beautiful people. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to start an online business. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Okay, so I can't remember if I mentioned it before, but I started many years ago as an entrepreneur in, back in Mexico. Okay, um, I opened a childcare center after graduating from college. Yep, after many years of having Uh, being an intern and then working in the government and then doing some other uh, commerce, I decided to open a childbirth center. So yes, I was a kindergarten teacher and I had a lot of students and little pygmies everywhere. So after selling my first business, I returned to my regular office hours. I enjoyed a career change for a few years. I went back to work at the government. And then my husband and I relocated, and their family, we relocated to the United States. And then everything changed, right? Um, because I couldn't work here in the United States because I was just recently arrived and I was waiting for my uh, citizenship to, to be processed. So imagine myself, late uh, 40s, and trying to figure out what to do in life when I was so busy all the time. So I decided to be a mompreneur. Do you know that part? Uh, uh, all the videos and the Pinterest post and the blogging, etc., etc. So, uh, hmm, I had not one, but many mompreneur failures. Believe me when I say that baking cupcakes is not my thing. Believe Facebook keeps reminding me about, hey, I think you love this kind of memory. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. Please just delete that thing for me. Please. I don't want to remember that. So half-baked uh, cookies, half-baked cupcakes, half-baked everything. Uh, cakes that they were supposed to be like a jungle and they looked more like a mesh. It was awful. So um, it was really not my thing. But I, instead of continuing going after and chasing the glitter of becoming an entrepreneur like the ones you see on social media, I remember this was 12 years ago, okay, it was completely different than it is right now. It was just starting. Um, so I stopped doing that. I stopped trying to chase the glitter. I stopped trying to take uh, classes and how to turn a hobby into a money-making machine. I feel they're still selling those classes right now. And I really tried to stop trying to fit a label. Uh, I really stopped from trying to be someone who I was not supposed to be. Uh, and for many personal reasons, I couldn't have a regular job like everybody else. I couldn't go to a nine-to-five, I couldn't have a part-time job. and besides my citizenship uh, but so I went into really studying a very weird thing for for someone who who has never done that before 12 years ago so I started studying coding I started learning how to do SEO and start learning how to do the WordPress and the websites and I just went down the rabbit hole I just fell in love 
with SEO, I fell in love with coding, I fell in love with everything that is about Google and how Google has transformed uh, the way we search for things and the way we interact with YouTube and the way we interact with the internet above all. So I, that's how I rediscovered my passion. That's how I transform my skills into what I have right now. And that is exactly how I found my new jam. And that's how I found my awe, like awe moment. Um, I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, it was very chaotic. It was very complex trying to fit this new SEO, this new coding, this new digital marketing into my mindset, into my family, into my trying to make freelancing business out of it. Um, it was between the carpool, the after-school programs, the house chores, the competitions. So it was exhausting. The first 30 days of the business planning, the first 30 days of doing SEO for other people was very, very exhausting. Um, and I had many setbacks. I had a lot of detours and challenges, especially from outsiders, you know. Everybody like, oh, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be doing Pinterest perfect. I am not a Pinterest perfect person, believe me. Uh, they were judging my plans and questioning everything I was doing. And are you sure you're going to be doing that? Are you sure you don't want to be 100%? Just take care of your children. Just do that. And when they leave, you'll figure it out what to do in life. Oh, uh, okay. That was not me. And they made me doubt if I had what it takes to become an entrepreneur, what it had that if I had what it takes to become a woman in business or mainly because I was uh, not as young as everybody else. I was not a young chicken anymore. I was almost getting into the 40 something and it really hit me. It really made me think if I wanted to to become that path again after after all. So besides being pissed off at all the comments and all the criticism and trying to put aside or push aside the imposter syndrome, uh, the researcher in me, because that's my basic background, um, I went down the rabbit hole. I went to read everything that it was supposed to was related to entrepreneurship so i went into um all this harvard business review all this Forbes magazine all those and i just went down all that path and the big concept was did you have an entrepreneurial mindset what what it is about what did you need to have to become an entrepreneur or a successful entrepreneur well, Mainly, I came up with seven topics, right? After many, many weeks of, and books and websites and everything that I was reading. So the first one is, uh, did you constantly look for a creative and better way to solve problems? Yes, I do. So it's like, okay, I actually try to figure out how to solve problems differently. Yes, I actually do. So I said, okay, I'm going for a good path. Now, the second uh, finding was, okay, does implementing ideas come naturally to you? Do, do people tag you as the doer? Actually, yes. Actually, that I'm, I'm one of those. So I said, okay, I have a second check. So I'm going for a good path, right? Uh, 
perseverance is your superpower. Some people say that I'm very stubborn, but I want to say that I'm very, very like a perseverance. I persevere about everything because I'm a Capricorn. So. Do you overcome obstacles that stand in the way of success? And I think yes. And my answer was yes. So if you are a, a uh, you would like to persevere, persevere to overcome obstacles that stand in the way of success, check mark because that is part of the entrepreneurship mindset. Now the next one. Failing is not an option. I think that was more like a bumper sticker, but anyway. Uh, we live in Houston, so that Houston, we have a problem, and that is one of the models from NASA. Failing is not an option. So I do believe it's part of that one. Um, but you seek the lesson to learn from it if, if it happens. I failed many times. And uh, yes, I tried to look at the blessing in disguise, as they say it. Not, me not necessarily I see it immediately, but I keep on and later on I understand what are the flaws, what, what happened and then how to make it better. So could be that I do have that part. Uh, and then I also found in this entrepreneurial mindset research that um, you seek more than a paycheck as the reason to work. That, yes, that is a yes, that is my jam. I do things because I like them because I love what I do, because I am very passionate about what I do and I really love helping others. So yes, I said, okay, yes, that, that's one of the main reasons I'm doing this. So check mark. And then personal development is one of your many hidden hobbies. When I read that one, I was like, wow, someone is really spying on me because I have a huge bookcase filled with a lot of personal development um, books from um, Dale Carnegie, I, I'm just turning around because I can't remember all of them, uh, from Wishes Fulfilled, um, uh, Louise Hay, everybody, I, I have them all. And then I said, they're really spying on me. They know what I'm, they know what I'm reading. So yes, check back, big check mark. And then do you have a decisive mind? Decision making doesn't stress you. That that is a lie. Decision making stresses me. So I said, okay, well, that's a very big, huge flaw. I make decisions, but that doesn't mean that I they don't stress me. Okay, so, okay, from all these entrepreneurial mindsets, I said, okay, there are no right or wrong answers. It's just about how much you are into it. And I was looking at it and saying, well, from all these seven points of all these seven sentences or frames, phrases, I said, okay, luckily I am. I, I lean over the yes, I lean over the check mark more than the negative, the, like, negative parts. So that made me feel a little bit better when I was making all these um, plans and I was doing my 30-day business plan and my challenge on how to make this business. It was chaos. However, it was complex. Mm -hmm. And once I was looking at it, I discovered that a new way of looking at entrepreneurship. I was saying a paycheck is not necessarily the reason of why I'm doing this. Um, I realized that for me to succeed in business, what matters is choosing a model that fits my lifestyle, my goals, my values, and the purpose of why I'm doing this. And that I don't need to justify myself. 
And when I was looking at that and I was thinking about it, I said, yes, that's, that's why I'm doing it. That's why entrepreneurship is so important for me. And uh, that's how I ended up becoming a social entrepreneur. A social entrepreneur is uh, a new approach to entrepreneurship. It makes me happy. It gives me a sense of purpose. And of course, it brings abundance to my life because the more good you do, do, do push out to the world, the more good karma comes back to you. So that's my belief. Um, in the same sense as the entrepreneur, a social entrepreneur is a person whose driving force is a purpose. That's the reason my hash, my Instagram account is content with a purpose. And uh, that's a backstory. And uh, of course, the social entrepreneur is a passionate, is very passionate about creating a business that changes lives instead of only focusing on making profits. And don't take me wrong. I do need to pay the bills. I do need to eat and I do need a lot of money to travel because I love to travel. So yes, but the the main point or the main reason because of, of what I do, what I do is to help others. Uh-huh. Even though some authors say that the idea of social entrepreneurship is relatively modern, the purpose-driven businesses are nothing new. I have, for example, Jessica Alba, uh, Martha Stewart, Sir Richard Branson, Arena Huffington, are some of what you can call social entrepreneurs because they all sought to create a meaningful business in their lives and change the lives of others. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, you're thinking right now, oh, hey, they all have great fortunes behind or they, are, they were uh, very famous when they started a business. But the social entrepreneur is about creating a business that allows you to do what you are dreaming of, focus on your lifestyle and not only on profits. And in this case, you don't need to inherit a massive fortune or to become a celebrity or to already be a celebrity. What you need is a driving force behind you and behind your business idea. So when you have a passion, you have your skills and you have a business idea, then success comes easily to you. La, for example, uh, let's see. Do you know this uh, uh, this guy? His name is Chris Gilbo. He he goes beyond profits and focuses more on happiness and impact and, and purpose. He has traveled thirty five countries, uh, one hundred and ninety three countries before his thirty first birthday. Okay, so green envy here. I'm absolutely green envy. Uh, he wrote a book that is called The Art of Nonconformity and. He, gives you the tools to live differently, right? You're like, okay, let's do things. You don't have to be a traveling nomad to, to be, be happy. But what I'm trying to say is that you don't need to be famous to fulfill something, to fulfill a dream and to have a business that will make your lifestyle happening, a reality. Mm -hmm. But of course, no one, and I understand this is how to start a business, not how to start a social entrepreneurship. No, not everybody wants to, to do that. I do understand that a lot of you will want to have an entrepreneurship or an online business, and that's it, okay? Uh, you want to do very focused and structured uh, businesses. It could be because it resonates with your mid-career, uh, it could be 
if you say if there's something out there I don't like my job anymore uh, as I was saying this is the next chapter of your life what are you going to do with it mm -hmm. and what you're doing is to align your business ideas to what you want in life and with your skills so whether you decide to become a, a hard card entrepreneur a social entrepreneur an online entrepreneur a business commerce uh, online business e-commerce or even if you want to open a brick and mortar even though I said it was an online entrepreneurship this episode you just remember five things that I want to say before I get into the topic of how to start an online business um, the first one is don't get sidetracked by the internet famous syndrome remember my failures and Pinterest and cakes and baking about trying to go after glitter there are many many services and many products that they promise fast results and glamorous life and you're going to become rich and famous in just 55 days or or two weeks and only if you post a reel you go viral and then you make a lot of money okay that is not what entrepreneurship is that is not what an online business uh, is about second entrepreneurship is not a get rich quick scheme and like any successful business you have to be committed and you need time and investment to start up the three because you are doing an online business it doesn't mean that you are not into the business yes you will have plugins and automations but there is a real human behind the e-commerce or the website you always need to be in charge of your business um, then number four is entrepreneurship or online businesses work from uh, uh, whatever you want it doesn't mean that you are going to be a nomad moving everywhere it doesn't have to be that okay what it means is that you can work it will give you the freedom online business it will give you the freedom to have your own hours your own schedules and your own locations to work from in whatever business model that you choose mm -hmm. that is a wonderful thing and last but not least at the beginning you will be a one-person company doing everything by yourself and working many more hours than what you did in your previous life and previous job but with a good business model and consistency and networking that changes that changes because you grow your business and you gain the freedom of having a steady income that will allow you to either hire or upgrade several automations to make your business better right so those are the things that I wanted to talk about today on previously on how to start a business now your action step right now is you want to make a pause and get a coffee or get a rosé or get a tea whatever you are drinking is start reading remember the, the, the thing that we, I talked last time about your decluttering your mind and checking your goals well start rereading that reread re your first goals and be read about your skills and what you want in life and from that start thinking on what do you want to do later on for your next chapter 
what are you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Now, before diving into this fantastic crate on how to start a business, I want to uh, remind you that it will take time to start from beginning to end. Um, the planning, the testing, the getting your daily chores sorted out before the grand opening. Okay, so just remember that. Okay, so how do you start a business? With a business plan. You know, I am a SCORE mentor. If somebody doesn't know what SCORE is, SCORE is a nonprofit here in the United States that uh, help and mentor uh, small businesses or soon to be small business owners about how to improve or grow or start a business. As easy as that. And we mentor everybody in very different um, ways of the business from all the way from implementation, manufacturing, operations, marketing, finance, uh, credits, everything. So whatever you, you, you want, you can go to score.org and you can figure it out if you need help over there too. Uh, so one of the main things we have at SCORE is that when they reach out to us, the first thing we ask, do you have a business plan? And I'm not kidding, that is our, our first question. Why do, do we say this? Because you need to have a roadmap to know what is your idea, how are you going to make it happen, and what are the obstacles that you're going to face. Okay? As is that. So, if you have read any business advice in the last few years, I will, they, all of them will probably tell you, you have to take your business seriously. That's a second thing that we always say in, in SCORE. Is this a hobby for you, or is this a business? Mm -hmm. but when you are raising a family when you are having it as a side business or when you are just starting that rec that becomes a, a little bit of a problem okay it is hard to implement so the common thing i've seen while mentoring others and because i also did it too is that most of the time we all think that taking your business seriously means long hours working, neglecting friends, family, and of course, we don't even watch Netflix anymore. As an entrepreneur, you must get creative when coming up with ideas for new businesses. Many people fear starting a business because they think they won't have enough money to start or grow their company. However, this isn't always the case. Launching almost any online business venture you want is possible without breaking your bank. Starting your online business isn't easy. But it can be done on a small budget if you know where to get free resources and look for help and support. I know that there are a lot of uh, business gurus out there that they sell you uh, a business plan or a book filled with lots and lots of personal experiences, which is good. But there are so much; it is so much fluff that is not clear, and you really need a little bit more process and structure on more technical step on how to start it so i don't take me wrong motivation is great but when you are starting a small business and you are either raising a family or you're about to be an empty nester or you are in the middle of changing careers or you're going to be soon you're writing your next chapter of your life what you need is a little bit more crystal clear rules and a plan without fluff 
So it's easy to follow. It is a step-to-step -step process, so without more uh, complications. And before filing for an LLC or hiring a freelancer, you must have a strategy to start or pivot and quit if the plan goes away. I, by thinking creatively and strategically about your business idea, you can find that angle that sets you apart from your competitors and makes your online business more successful. So yes, creating a business plan is the right way to start things and to take it to a very serious level. Not serious like, oh, I'm so serious, but yes, like for real. But you need to go from planning to implementation. Your main problem, you need to figure it out, how to solve your customer's main problem, the niche, the vision, the, t the type of tools, all that part. But before going into that, I want you to answer five questions before starting your an online business. The first is, what is your weekly routine? Do you have at least four hours on your on that weekly routine that you can set apart to, to focus on your online business? That is my first question. Second, how active are you on social media or how uh, willing are you to, to be on social media? Um, not necessarily put your face, but actually be on social media and understand what a digital uh, business is about. Now, um, the next question is, do you buy things online? Are you an active person of transactions on the e-commerce section? And uh, I want you to, to look at your finance and uh, to check if you at least have a couple of hundreds a month so you can say, I can set them apart without jeopardizing everything else uh, on my business, on my life, sorry, to, to put into my business, to focus on your business, at least for the next three months to start. And then for the next five months, that will be eight months in total, that you can say from eight months, I know I can put this amount of hundred bucks here. So I know my business is going to, to, go, to grow. So those are the questions I want you to think about. That's my second action. The first one was a little bit about thinking about your passion. This second action step is about online businesses. Now, the third action step, which is very interesting, that's how to start an online business. Finally, Gabriela, I, I talked too much today, but it was a little bit of how to drive you all the way there. And it's not about personal experience. I, I don't like to, the fluff. This is just a process. So if you are going to start an online business, okay, how do you do that? First of all, you go and understand what type of niche or industry you are going to work with. It has to be something that comes naturally to you because you're going to be doing this a lot. You're going to be invested in it. And one of the main things that my clients come to me like, hey, I want to start a business. How about what? I want to do, uh, I don't know, mugs. Okay, are you a ceramic baker? No, but I can learn. Do you actually love that? Not that much. Okay, then why do you want to do it? Oh, because I said that it was a, a quick thing to get money. Well, just think about that. You're going to be doing mugs the rest of your life for a long time. Oh, well, I don't like it. So 
Those are the things that you have to think about, okay? The industry that you're going to focus, the industry that you want to get into, it has to come naturally to you because you're going to be talking a lot about it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be dreaming, you're going to be sleeping about the topic, you're going to be figuring out all the topic, and it has to come very, very natural to you. That's the first thing you have to do when you are starting an online business. The second one is, what do you do that is, that is so good, that is very different than others? Number two. Number three. Um, do you know how many... Um, how many vendors are there? How many? Who is your competition? Okay. So that is part of what you need to figure it out when you're doing an online business. Who else is out there? And start looking at them and understand what it is about. Now, the last part is on this business, very quick business plan is uh, look for a website builder plan start with a free one start playing with it don't put your credit card just start looking at it start playing with a website either wix or wordpress or shop uh, or shopify or any of those play with it look at it see how it feels if it's something you are actually looking into okay if you don't look at it if you don't play with the with the websites you are not going to know if you're actually liking it okay so that's my third part of how to start the business now focusing on e-commerce only if you're either selling a product or a service how to start from beginning to end pay attention there are 15 steps first you choose a website builder Second, that is Wix, Shopify, WordPress, WooCommerce, whatever you want. Second, you go and look for the niche and the market and the products that you want. Remember, it has to be something that it comes naturally to you because you're going to be doing this a lot. Third, keywords and hashtags for the listings, for the titles, for the descriptions. You need to start making a library of these keywords that people is looking for, for these concepts, for these topics that they are looking for, you have to. Even though they say the hashtags are dead, believe me, they are not dead. They work the same as a keyword. Uh, number four, if it's a physical product, you have to start looking at what are the shipping options, the cost of delivery and the time. If it's a service, you have to start looking into if it's a downloadable, if you're going to do via, via Zoom, if you are going to be doing it um, uh, by phone, you're going to go in person, what is the delivery? What, how are you going to deliver your service, if it's a service, okay? Now, after you're doing those four points, then you go and check out the domain names available. Mm -hmm. You secure that domain, you secure your uh, uh professional uh, email don't stay with a regular at gmail or at hotmail or whatever go and look for a work uh, work email that goes with the domain because that is part of your business after that then you go and file your llc okay once you have all these five steps then you start and you're feel comfortable and you have the 
all that part then you choose a theme in your storefront that reflects your niche that is clear and attractive you start creating the pages the menus the menus the categories uh, you start doing all this uploading the products the custom images and this is the queue you start writing the keywords and the descriptions of the products and the services so you can um, if you're multitasking and you're falling asleep because I'm as I'm babbling too much, please pay attention to this one. If you are starting to have creating the website or the products and the descriptions, you start to have just you need to start including the keywords because that's how you get found on Google. If you want to rank on Google or on Bing or any search engine, you need to include the keywords on the description, on the titles and throughout the, the, the blog. Why? Because that's how it works. So this is important. Going back, um, you have to talk about your uh, your about page, your return, the privacy policies, the the landing page with a beautiful uh, image, with an elevator pitch, your call to action, the shop, contact me, uh, download, whatever it is, it has to be very clear. And then you have to start creating your social media profiles that reflect your business you set up all your profiles you start talking about and you have to start creating this strategy that will push your product or your service out in uh, in social media you're going to use social media to broadcast and to bring awareness to your website and traffic and after that you start creating that um it's not just about posting, it's about creating a strategy to gather uh, visitors and drive them to your website and convert them into loyal fans and then customers. As you can see, it's not that complicated. It's a step-by-step -step process. It's a structural process on for, for your online business. But my your main question might be right now, well, what can I do? What what kind of ideas, what kind of business that I can start with that having that much complication. So if you don't have that much of budget and you want to start uh, with services, for example, you can start very easy with personal services, batching them to your skills, because that will allow you to monetize uh, faster uh, any of the skills that you have developed over the years uh, or you just learned maybe usually you can begin solo with a single person with a minimum capital and equipment like a computer a software a printer maybe and of course wi-fi again that you really as i said 200 bucks or 100 bucks a, a week a month 30 and you can start by you can promote uh audiobook narrator narrations yes audiobook narration services you can be uh, promo video services you can write and create blog posts and proofread but proofreading services uh, article writers you can uh, be a book blurb writer if you love that you can be a Canva design services, a caricature artist, you're very uh, good at making cartoons. You can be a consumer product reviewer. You can transcribe cooking lessons You can uh, or recipes. Uh, you can be a craft lessons planner. You can be a, 
uh, a customer service representative. You can be an Etsy uh, title and description uh, reviewer or manager. You can be a makeup consultant. You can be a math tutor. You can be a meal plan designer. You can be a professional organizer. You can be many things. And these are just services that you can start with almost no investment up uh, at hand, just 200 or some a month for the plans and the marketing or whatever. You can also start uh, in a medium scale uh, online businesses that um, they, they need a little more sophisticated equipment. And um, that's the reason I call them medium online businesses. It could be, and their success factor here is more about your technical knowledge and how good your connection and networking are. For example, you can be an app developer, you can be an art restoration, uh, you can be a brand strategist, you can be a photographer, a project management, you can uh, offer services on how to set up a Shopify store, or uh, set up a Wix store, or maybe just manage them, and online business management also. Uh, maybe you are very good as a virtual assistant, and uh, some, something like that. Uh, maybe a video conference, maybe you're absolutely great at Zoom and because the pandemic gave you a lot of uh, challenges and now you're a Zoom expert, you can uh, promote those services and you can make a business out of it. And uh, the other expert, uh, specialized expertise, for example, that you require a license and a certification and they're a little more costly because of the license and the specification, basically. Uh, like accounting, bookkeeping, business consulting, uh, you need to have a, uh, a computer repair specialist, maybe you have some sort of a medical related uh, uh, beautician that you need requires a certificate, uh, financial, uh, financial, graphic designer, um, legal advisor, paralegal support, virtual paralegal support, uh, web and mobile design services, you do require more and more technical and more sophisticated uh, licenses and certifications that they cost money. And uh, of course, they are the wonderful retail. These are very competitive retail. Online retail is very competitive. You do require uh, a good, either a good amount of uh, social media knowledge and um, time to create the content or you create or you have a big budget to put a lot in advertisement because it is quite uh, competitive uh, you can have on retail you can create um, uh, you can sell uh, 3d printing you can be a fashion boutique you can create a, a bakery online you can create uh, you can sell home decor you can create many things whatever you want to put on the internet uh, you can also have a uh, uh, other kind of online businesses, for example, which are purely and absolutely online. There are the affiliate marketing, the digital publications, all kind of digital publications and downloadables, and uh, webinars. You can do website content manager. So as you can see, there are many ways for you to create online businesses. The ideas and I do believe there's going to become more and more lately and uh, that's it that's the end of the episode it's about to be 38 minutes I'm my god that really talked too much today well tonight but it was I 
to believe needed for you to understand a little bit on how to start an online business in the process of where you are, what kind of skills you have, what kinds, uh, what is, what does it mean to start an online business if you have an entrepreneurial mindset or not, um, what are the steps more or less, and uh, of course what kind of ideas you can start online effectively and to be successful about it. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much. My name is Gabi Rendon and this is the end of the episode. And thank you for joining me in this tonight, in this midnight. Today, tonight I drank tea. And uh, until next week, thank you very much. Bye-bye.